my biggest fear going into the 2022 NFL season has been realized. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. First, listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please send me your questions, your complaints, your concerns, your jovial messages on Twitter. DMs are open. Um, I want to build this as a community. I want you to interact. I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave your comments. Let's. Let's have some fun this offseason because it is going to be nothing short of exciting, exhilarating, a little scary with some gray areas surrounding it. And I feel like that's the perfect mix to just have content boom more than it already does with the NFL. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less in their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So here's the thing it seems as though DeAndre Hopkins has played his last game as an Arizona Cardinal. Some say, good, he's 31, he's been injured the last two seasons. Some say the offense doesn't run without him. And a lot are right kind of in the middle, not really sure how to feel yet. My biggest fear going into the 2022 season was that Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins would not play meaningful snaps together. With DeAndre Hopkins out for the first six weeks and then Hollywood Brown getting injured the game before DeAndre Hopkins was set to return, they high five, one goes to the bench, one goes to the field, and then Kyler Murray gets hurt, the season starts to take a turn, and they played zero meaningful snaps together, which was the catalyst for there being no reason for Michael Bidwell to keep him. There being no reason for DeAndre Hopkins thinking he should stay. It was just one of those things. DeAndre Hopkins uh, negotiated a no-trade clause in his contract extension that he signed a couple of years back. So this seems to be not so much a when, uh, if, more so when, and for how much, how much draft capital will the Cardinals get back for trading the great DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I'm going to get into that in the second segment, okay? Scenarios. In the third segment, one of my buddies in our on our podcast platform, Ross Jackson, is going to join me of Locked on Saints to talk about Sean Payton, the man, the coach, and if Ross thinks that Sean Payton would be a good fit to supplant Cliff Kingsbury and potentially Steve Kime as the next head coach pseudo-GM of the Arizona Cardinals. Because there are books around that have Sean Payton as the odds-on favorite. I still think it should be D'Amico Ryans. I want Ross Jackson's take. But let's just take a second. And with the news starting to swarm, starting to boil over, there was a report from Jordan Schultz from the score that said DeAndre Hopkins, that Michael Biddle was going to seek a trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you may or may not get to know a little bit more about that later this week. Stay tuned. Um, and we're starting to start 
we're, we're starting to see the snowball move downhill. So I think right now is the perfect time before things get crazy, before we forget what DeAndre Hopkins has done for this organization. I want to take you back to step one. It was a lovely weekday sometime a couple years ago. I was working at Fox Sports 910. The show I was a part of had just finished. It was a morning show. I was recording with my former co-host. And we had seen Adam Schefter tweeted out that David Johnson was being traded to the Houston Texans. That was it. That was the initial tweet. And we're like, oh, sweet. So it could be a situation like a like a Brock Osweiler situation to a lesser degree because Brock Osweiler was making more money than DJ was. Like, oh, do the Cardinals probably have to the Cardinals probably have to send a pick and David Johnson, a higher pick, and then get you know a pick in return for for you know uh for leveling out purposes for for draft picks. So we're like, okay, cool. So what could it be? And then I tweeted out, and this is true. There are receipts on Twitter about two hours or an hour before it happened. DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick to the Cardinals for DJ a second and a fourth. I think I, I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. And then we see it come down that there's more, you know, information about the trade and that DeAndre Hopkins was coming to the Arizona Cardinals. And I, I think I popped the vocal cord in the car because DeAndre Hopkins was my favorite receiver in the NFL before the trade. Like, just watch him. I mean, he's he's incredible to watch because he's not like any other receiver in the NFL. I think he's got the best hands in the NFL still. He's not fast, which when people say, oh, well, he's, you know, he's 31, so 34, 30, you know, will fall off. I think he's going to play an elite level barring injury for a long time because he doesn't have to be fast to be successful and to strike fear in opposing defensive coordinators and players' minds. But when you thought about it, it's like, well, if David jo- if, if the Cardinals sent David Johnson and a second-round pick to Houston for a fourth-round pick back, you'd be like, oh, nice work, Steve. Nice work, Stevie, baby. Because that's like, well, you're getting it off the books. You do have to pay a little bit of a penalty, but you're getting a fourth-round pick back, and <laughs> gone. And then with DeAndre Hopkins coming back with to the Cardinals, like, what are you talking about? It seemed like the fleecing of the century. And then there were reports that came out that Bill O'Brien compared DeAndre Hopkins to Aaron Hernandez, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was something like that. Like, they did not get along. And that was right before Bill O'Brien was was sent packing. But let's just take a second to appreciate the last couple seasons with DeAndre Hopkins on the Arizona Cardinals. Sure, everybody's going to remember the Hale Murray, okay? A better catch by eye. One of the best quotes... I've ever heard from any athlete, let alone any person on the planet. The post game was incredible. DeAndre Hopkins elevated this offense to a level we haven't seen in a long time. Misuse at times, sure. He had over 100 catches and 1,400 receiving yards his first season here, and I think he was underutilized. He was on the left side of the field. His route tree looked like a bush. But he still showed how incredibly talented wide receiver he is. Two seasons ago, same thing before he got hurt. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. 
So the fact that the Cardinals had him, this isn't a consolation prize. It's not like, well, good luck, buddy. Like, that's the Arizona way. It's, oh, Paul Goldschmidt won MVP. Good for him, buddy. It's like, no, the Diamondbacks should have paid him. Like, what are we doing here? Why are you rooting for players who are no longer on your favorite team? It's the Arizona way because it's what they know. Because Arizona franchises rarely hang on to the talent that they have. So with DeAndre Hopkins, this isn't that. Because when it comes down to it, it was a bonus that DeAndre Hopkins came in that trade. Because without DeAndre Hopkins, it still would have been a solid trade for the organization. And it still would have rid the Cardinals of David Johnson's bad contract. So the fact that they got DeAndre Hopkins back just elevated this level of popcorn watching when watching the Arizona Cardinals to a level that we haven't seen in a long time. So if this is the last game that DeAndre Hopkins played, the last moment, you know, the last time we've seen DeAndre Hopkins as an Arizona Cardinal, it's been a hell of a run for the last couple of years. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. What would be the right move for Michael Bidwell? When would be the right move for Michael Bidwell to make said move if he were to make one? I will talk about as many options as I can think of in eight minutes, but this is very, very fresh. It's very, very new, and there's a lot that can happen, cannot happen, you know, things like that. This is still – I mean, the playoffs are still happening. 2022 season, still happening, baby. So as we go along – We'll have more and more conversations about this. But for now, it's going to be surface level. What should he be traded for? And I'll talk about it next, Locked on Cardinals. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Uh, show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. And if you've ever thought that maybe you'd be a better GM than your favorite team's GM, you have the opportunity to show it. I'm really geeked out by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency in the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. And this is a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely freeable and playable offline, play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in the game store. That's locked on, all in caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate gm.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate gm.com. Ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. 
I mean, I'm super torn about this DeAndre Hopkins thing. If you've listened to me over this season, thank you. If you, this is your first listen to Lockdown Cardinals, thank you. Maybe make tomorrow your second. I try to talk to, I don't try. I execute talking to people in a way that I think is most informative while not sugarcoating for the sake of it. If there's a tough situation going on, I'm going to discuss it. If the organization looks bad, I'm going to discuss it. If a player looks bad, I'm going to discuss it and vice versa. If a player looks great, I'm going to discuss it. If the organization looks great, I'm going to discuss it. It's just been a tough 18 months to try and find positives with this team from the downfall of last season through this season. But with DeAndre Hopkins, I'm torn because thinking with my heart, and this is him the player. This is not necessarily for the Cardinals. I know how great DeAndre Hopkins still is. And that's the tough part. This is, you never, you don't like the avatar of DeAndre Hopkins, not him as a person, is going to be collateral damage because Steve Kime built this roster so poorly. He constantly used crazy glue and band-aids to try and, you know, fix the foundation of this of this organization, this roster, and it's not sustainable. You need a new foundation. You need a new bedrock. You need a new slate that's fresh without cracks. And he wasn't able to, you know, it's just not, that's not how Steve Kime did it. Bad drafts for the most part. Try to trade for veteran talent. Everybody needs to make money at some point, and this is where we are. Lopsided roster. So, for the camp that's like trade them, get a second round pick, get the money off the books. I understand. For those that say keep them, I understand. But at some point, as much as I re- like marvel at DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver, I know deep down that the right move is to trade him. And I know that there are rumblings that he's requested to trade, that Michael Biddle is going to trade him. We don't. Let's just chill until we find out, if, if at all, how this is going to work. Um, what would be the right package for DeAndre Hopkins? There are two, in, in my opinion. Some say he should go for a one. I do. I think he should go for a one. Some say he should go for a two. I understand that also. And I think the... Deciding factor is, does he go to a good team where it's a late one or a bad team where it's a high two? That's pretty much it. Maybe he'll get a second and a fourth, something like that. But, you know, second and a fifth. But he is 31, okay? He has missed time these last two seasons. Now, this season, here's one of my biggest things that I talk about is players are less injured when they're on good teams. Players tend to stay injured longer when they're on bad teams. CC Christian McCaffrey. Like, I know he's more healthy this year, and they haven't been using him nearly as much as Carolina did, but really good players on really good teams tend to stay injured less for less amount of time. So, yes, you can point to the, the PED suspension. That's fine. I still am in the camp that he didn't know. Because there's no reason why we need why we should believe that he did. The year before, the offense cratered without DeAndre Hopkins because he was out for the last handful of games. Okay. Okay. So with that, I still think the Cardinals have the leverage to offer to ask for a one. 
I do. And the reasoning behind that is he's a plug-and-play wide receiver one. Still. He is a plug-and-play wide receiver one. If you already have a wide receiver one, like, and good teams usually do. So, like, so say they wanted to, like, I can't even think about him going, say they wanted to trade him to Kansas City, okay? They could use a wide receiver one. They give him a first-round pick. It'll be a late first-round pick. Fine. I And he, he does have a no-trade clause. So he's not going to want to go to a bad team. So that's why I think a number one is what you're shooting for. You don't want to shoot for a good team with a late second-round pick. It's pretty much a third-round pick, which is a, a mid-day-two pick for DeAndre Hopkins. No. So when you look at DeAndre Hopkins at 31, okay, and I've said multiple times that I've said multiple times that because he's not fast, he can he can you know sustain his career barring injury. Cuz he's never relied on his speed. He is and still to me maybe the best catcher of the football in the NFL. He's got big hands. His catch radius is infinite. And he always seems to be able to get to where he wants to go. And that's something that is massively valuable, especially for teams who are so close, who are so close to getting over the top offensively. And I guess the only, like, so just to recap, first round pick to a good team, second round pick to a bad team. That's kind of where you got to look at it. A a first round pick or a second round pick to a good team means a late second round pick. That is not something the Cardinals can adhere to. That is not enough. It's not enough because he is plug and play. And I will reiterate, Players on good teams tend to be injured for shorter periods of time than those who are on bad teams. So DeAndre Hopkins coming in, he could very well play 17 games next year. And if you get a a late second round pick for him, that ain't it. That ain't it. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. What do you think? Drop me a DM on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner. Like, subscribe to this channel. Turn the notifications on. Locked on Cardinals on YouTube. Leave a comment. Let's open the conversation up. Because this is a huge decision. The first, well, the first player person, player decision that the new regime is going to have to execute properly. And damn it, I just hope they do. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Ross Jackson, uh, Locked on Saints, going to join me next to talk. Sean Payton, the man, the myth, the visor, and what makes him different from Mike McCarthy because the records and Super Bowl wins uh, line up uh, pretty hand in hand. That's next. Locked on Cardinals. Uh, I do get to talk to you about prize picks, though. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Okay, You're not playing against other players. You're just playing against the prize picks projections. So. 
just go with me here. Download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com. Okay. You pick two to five players, and if they'll score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your cheese on one bet if you get it right. Okay. Um, and the sports, it's not just NFL, it's not just NBA ones you would think that you'd be choosing prize picks, prize picks projections more or less than. Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR. They got it all, man. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's so easy. They're safe and fast withdrawals, and currently they're operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, they'll give you 100. If you deposit 50, they'll give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 buccarinos. I mean, I've talked about this all offseason. Worst environment imaginable. Owen Wilson, Armageddon, is not seeing DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown playing meaningful snaps together. And that has officially happened. DeAndre Hopkins on Instagram saying forever grateful. Looks like the writing's on the wall. Uh, and we will put a button in that for now because first things first, the head coaching search is upon us. And... Sean Payton is a guy who's been in the news a little bit surrounding the Arizona Cardinals and potentially being the next head coach. Uh, somebody who knows about said uh, Sean Payton more than most. Ross Jackson, my boy, locked on Saints, joining me here. Ross, what's up, dude? What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Thanks for I'm having good. me on. I'm good, likewise, of course. Um, so first off, do you think Sean Payton would be a good fit in Arizona? I, I think that depends. I, I think that depends. And, and sorry to, to give you a cop-out answer like right off the bat there, but I, I do think that it kind of depends upon the relationship between he and Kyler Murray. Clearly, he has a, a, a vision that he shared uh, with Colin Cowherd on how he would you know address the Kyler Murray situation. And whether or not Kyler Murray likes that, that would have to be the thing. Because this would be a situation where Sean Payton, who showed up here in New Orleans in 2006 and chose his quarterback, would have to be comfortable with a quarterback situation he was going to as opposed to being able to choose his own guy. And so as long as he's comfortable with the quarterback, as long as the quarterback is comfortable for him, then then you would be able to see you know, that he would be a good fit. I think that the, the thing that maximizes what Sean Payton can bring so much is the fact that he always builds his system around what players do best. So he optimizes everything to his players' strengths as opposed to being married to a scheme. So I think that his his ability to be a little bit more flexible and Kyler Murray's want for input in the offense, I think that would be a, a kind of a match made in heaven. Hmm. Adjusting on the fly. What Imagine a what, what a novel Imagine concept. <laughs> what an absolutely novel concept. Uh, third down and two, go route. That's been us the last four years. So um, now let me ask you this because I do ask the hard-hitting questions here on Locked on Cardinals. Always love them. Relationship with Kyler Murray more important than player personnel control. For Sean Payton, um, yes or no? Great question. I would say yes. I would say that that's more important, especially in the Cardinals case, because 
what could be possible is that if Sean Payton were to take the Cardinals job, he might be able to bring an executive that he trusts with him that would be able to make those personnel decisions. One guy, for instance, would be Jeff Ireland here from New Orleans. Around 2017, the draft, that kind of stuff, all kind of got turned over to Jeff Ireland, and that's where you got two rookies of the year from, right? Marshawn Lattimore and Alvin Kamara in that same season. They've done well since then as well. So I think that would be a little bit him being able to bring in his own executive would mean that in Arizona, maybe not as much of a big deal if he doesn't have the full player and personnel control because he could bring somebody in that he trusts to handle that and do that the way that he would want, i.e. still giving him some control. Yeah. At Rush Jackson Nola on Twitter, Locked on Saints host, Locked on NFL host with Luke Braun from Locked on Vikings on Tuesdays. Um, He's just fascinating to me because he seems bigger than life for the Cardinals. He (laughs) seems like this is not a guy – this is the trophy wife situation who also has a PhD in biophysics or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Like it seems like the dictionary definition of somebody who could turn around the Arizona Cardinals is Sean Payton. Now, Sean Payton is not without his shortcomings, not without mm-hmm. his, his sore spots. Now let's take away the, the Rams and, 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 and Saints playoff game. Okay. I'm not going to, we're not joking about that here. Like what are some things that Sean Payton, isn't the best at because we don't know a whole lot about him aside from what we see from him on TV and usually in the playoffs when it was him and Drew Brees. Yeah, I think that there are certain things about maybe his system and his scheme, but because of his ability to change it, it kind of gets you know left in the dust in terms of conversation. But there are some bits about his scheme that can become a little bit predictable. Uh, so you talk about sort of those third and two tendencies. Sean Payton has his tendencies as well. He has his route concepts that he really likes. So in you know whether or not he's building the system to maximize the positives of the players, he still has his thumbprints all over what the system and what the scheme is. So there's a little bit of that. Uh, there's a little bit of you know one of the things that happened with Sean Payton a lot is that he trusts his ability to maximize the talent of wide receivers no matter their draft position no matter anything so in some cases when he does kind of have that player personnel control he won't invest in certain positions because he has the confidence in the quarterback to elevate those positions wide receiver was one of those here in New Orleans for a long time after you had a season with Robert Meacham and Devery Henderson and Lance Moore and Marcus Colston after that it kind of just became the Brandon Cook show which wasn't close to being nearly enough then it became the Michael Thomas show and then once Michael Thomas got injured then all of a sudden things changed once Dennis Allen took over to where they highly invested in the position over the course of the offseason so there will be times where Sean Payton will trust his scheme to elevate certain positions rather than being willing to have the team invest in those positions wanting to invest elsewhere now yeah and and that's a good answer because I mean you know the Marcus Colson Robert Meacham they never should have been as successful as like that was magic that was magic in the Superdome now uh, just a little aside here, trivia question, because I think that this is right. Was Devery Henderson the one that caught the ricochet pass against, uh, at LSU against yes. Kentucky, the 75-yarder <laughs> late in the game? That yeah, was Devery Henderson, right? That was right? Devery Henderson. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Bart, uh, for the old heads, uh, for anybody 30 years and younger, I apologize for the aside. Um, does DeAndre Hopkins play a role for Sean Payton, or is it – because I'm on the heels of that, like DeAndre Hopkins today came out – he didn't say much. He said, you know, forever grateful. Uh, uh, Jordan Schultz of the score said that Michael Biddle is looking to trade him. I think it's still a mistake, even though I talked the last two segments about why it probably isn't for the future. And I'm thinking too much with my heart here. Mm-hmm. What do you think about DeAndre Hopkins and his potential effect on Sean Payton being the head coach? of the Arizona I mean, Cardinals? I mean, if you look at the most successful Sean Payton wide receiving cores, there was always the guy. There was always the number one guy and they were always big bodied. Uh, 50-50 ball types, kind of like DeAndre Hopkins. That's what made 
hit, you know, Marcus Colston, such a big part of the offense. That's what continuously made Michael Thomas, such a big part of the offense. That's a, a big mold or archetype that is important to a new Orleans saints offense, or excuse me, to a Sean Payton offense, which was formerly a new Orleans Saints offense. Yeah. And so a guy like Deandre Hopkins is kind of a perfect fit in, in, in that mold. Now, could they go out and find somebody else? Yes. But again, the investment in that position might look a little bit different with Sean Payton in the building because he can grab a seventh round guy and get his scheme to elevate that guy as opposed to, you know, going for the big body guy in the first or second round. However, again, we did see them make that decision with Michael Thomas, however, so it's there. Uh, and that was pre Jeff Ireland taking over the draft kind of situation. And so I think that that becomes a big piece there, but I, I think, DeAndre Hopkins would be a good fit for a Sean Payton offense if Sean Payton's offense continued to look like what it has looked like throughout his entire career. Yeah, and that makes sense. And and another thing is 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 the the cap. Like we joke about Aaron Freeman, another one of our boys here, <laughs> uh, Locked On Falcons, always says that the salary cap is a lie. Um, it is indeed the, a lie. The Saints have you know the the dictionary definition of that, and the way to massage and manipulate the cap is something the Arizona Cardinals haven't really been able to maximize. So this is something that like. As we're talking about this more potently than just like, oh, you know, Sean Payton uh, as an entity, like I'm kind of getting, I, I'm still a D'Amico Ryan's guy. You and I have talked about this. I talked mm -hmm. about this with Brian Peacock from Lockdown 49ers, but Sean Payton would be just kind of a set and forget, which is something the mm -hmm. Cardinals don't really have anywhere. They haven't had a set and forget at all, aside from probably DeAndre Hopkins and Rodney Hudson when he was healthy and Buda Baker. You know, they really don't have that. So give me your closing argument for why you think that. He will choose if he does what he will choose the Arizona Cardinals over other suitors. Yeah, I think if he does choose the Arizona Cardinals over others, it comes down to the relationship that he'll be able to have with owner Michael Bidwell, him being able to bring in his own executive as a general manager, which, by the way, Jeff Ireland would bring with him some of those cap, you know, uh, manipulation tools. He could also poach. The, the guy that's sort of been the quote-unquote capologist here in New Orleans, Kai Harley, you could bring him instead of Jeff Ireland, or maybe both, right? So there's a lot of different sort of situations there where not only does Sean Payton bring his own knowledge of that cap manipulation stuff, he could bring a guy that's very familiar with how to do it and has been doing it for the past few years. And then beyond that, it's the relationship between he and Kyler Murray. Uh, so, you know, he's able to set himself up in a really specific way in Arizona that presently around the other teams that are open – is not a situation that you can replicate anywhere else. At Ross Jackson, no on Twitter, Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints, joining me. Uh, dude, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked on NFL podcast, bringing the local uh, insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. You can check him out, Ross, on Tuesday with Luke Braun from Locked on Vikings. You can check me out today with Tyler Rowan from Locked on Titans. Locked on NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. I will talk to you tomorrow.